Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. We're continuing with our Victory 10-Day Devotional. This is day six. You're going to have a great week this week. I want you to stay focused on God's promises. Stay focused on his goodness. Stay focused on his word. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. Yes, there's a lot of things probably going on in your life right now, but remember, God's gift towards you is victory, but we must fight the good fight of faith, show up on the battlefields of life, expecting to see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Well, before we go forward, let's pray. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to gather with all those who are watching right now. Father, we're gathered in your name, expecting to hear from you. So we welcome your presence into our places and our spaces. We ask for your help today as we look through your word. Help us see, hear, and receive exactly what you have for us today so we can live the lifestyle you called us to live, the lifestyle of faith. We thank you, Father, for your goodness and your loving kindness and your mercies and your strength and for your word and the leading of your spirit. And according to 1 Timothy chapter 2, we pray for those in authority. We pray for the president. We pray for the vice president. We pray for the cabinet and the administration. We pray for the Congress. We pray for the Supreme Court. We pray for the governors and the mayors, every elected and appointed official in this nation, as well as the nations that are watching and connected. We lift them up to you, Father, and we pray that you grant them wisdom and understanding, that you lead them and guide them in the way they should go, that they won't miss it to the left or to the right, but they do what's best for this nation, they do what you want them to do. We pray they won't be so party conscious, so caught up in the left or the right, but they'll put what's best for this nation first, and above all things, seek your plan and your will. So I pray they send labors across their path to minister the words to them in a way they can receive it. So fill the council with godly men and women who advise them, thus saith the Holy Ghost, and advise them according to the word and will of God. We pray that you protect them and deliver them from wicked and reasonable men. We pray, Father, for an outpouring of your spirit upon them, upon our nation, upon our lives. We, you said in the time of rain, ask for rain to send bright clouds. So we know this is the time for your outpouring. And we ask for those bright clouds of your glory to fill our churches and to fill our nation. We thank you for these things and we give you glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's go back to Ephesians chapter 6, where we left off on day 5. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Starting with verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And we looked at how on day five, how it means to be empowered, to increase the strength. You can have more power, more strength, and that's what's available to every day normal humans because you're tapping in to the power of the almighty God, how you're not limited to your own ability, but you have access to the ability and the power and the might and the dominion of the almighty God. Notice what says next, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand there for. You know, when we look at this, there's something Paul's trying to get across. We already looked at how fight the good fight of faith. You know, the emphasis on the phrase is fight. When we look at verse 12, and there's so many different studies, wonderful studies that I've read and learned so much on, that talks about the rank and file of Satan's kingdom and how he's organized and his plans to attack our lives. We see it in verse 12 when we look at principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. 
There is a war going on. And Paul tells us here, our real enemy is not flesh and blood. It's not people, but it's Satan and his demonic kingdom. And there's a lot to learn from this one verse. But there's something I want you to see here. The emphasis of this verse is really again, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rules of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. The emphasis is against. And this against is to withstand, is to come against, is paints the picture of read from one Greek scholar of face-to-face -face combat. So Paul's letting us know that one face-to-face combat with these entities. And this verse is sandwiched between verse 11 and 13 that tells us put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Verse 13, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, stand, stand therefore. So we see withstand or stand, stand against, or as we know elsewhere in the word of God, resist the enemy and he will flee. So we have to understand that in this life, we will have to resist the enemy. We talk about it in a little different detail in today's devotional. If you haven't downloaded the devotional, you can find it on Amazon. It's called the Victory 10-Day Devotional. How we have to have the mentality of a champion. We can't be surprised that our enemy, our opponent, wants to attack us. The word of God warned us it's so. But do you know what we need to do? Resist him. We need to stand against him. Take on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God. The armor of right living. The armor of living the way God wants you to live. The armor of the word of God. It's also what's called the armor of light. Put on that armor and use the weapons of our warfare. We find in 2 Corinthians 10 that says they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Arm yourselves. Pick up your weapons and fight the good fight of faith. Don't be surprised that you have to fight. Don't be surprised that the enemy tries to do something. You know, because it says here in verse 13, Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. You know, what is the evil day? Well, you know, it's the day of trial, the day of temptation, the day of pressure, the day of attack. It even comes from a phrase that some people would use today and say, well, oh, it's just an unlucky day. You know, I had a bad break. You know, we don't believe in luck. We know there's attacks of the enemy and some things just happen. But one of the things is whatever people describe as a bad break or being unfortunate or having an uh, unlucky day or an attack, and all those different things. If you have the armor of God and you adopt the mentality of a champion, and you decide to fight the good fight of faith, you can win no matter what comes your way. You know, we looked at it last week, how in 1 John chapter 4, it tells us that the greater ones on the inside of us, that makes us greater than anything we face in this life. Right now, as you're listening to this devotional, you may not know what's going to happen today or happen this week or what's ahead of you. And you're still dealing with things that have happened before. But because the greater ones on the inside of you, guess what? You are greater than what you face. We have to renew our minds to the truth of God's word. We renovate our minds. We renew our minds by the word of God. We get into the word of God and see what it has to say. You know, one of the things a great biblical study for you to do is go through the New Testament, especially Paul's writings, when it says phrases like in him, in whom, in Christ. It's telling your identity as a believer and put your name in there because you'll see this is who I am in Christ. In Christ, I'm more than a conqueror. In Christ, I'm the righteousness of God. In Christ, I have more than enough. In Christ, I can be strong. What are you doing? You're figuring out and realizing who God has made you to be 
and what's available to you. We must renew our minds and adopt the mentality of a champion. You have to understand, you know, we'll share about later this week. You weren't born again to lose. You were born again to win. So stop expecting defeat. Stop conditioning yourself to lose. Expect unprecedented victory. So don't be surprised when the enemy attacks. Don't be surprised when he does something. That's what he does. Do you know what you need to do? Learn how to block. Learn how to move out the way. Learn how to counterattack. Learn how to fight the good fight of faith and win so you can experience unprecedented victory. God has victory on his mind for you. As we said, victory is a gift. God gives you that gift because he loves you. You receive that gift by faith. That gift is often given on the battlefields of life. So you must fight the good fight of faith. This is going to be a great day. So say, say, today is going to be a great day because I serve a good God who gives me victory because he loves me. Say, I am not afraid. Come on, say it again. Say, I am not afraid. One more time. Say, I am not afraid of my enemy or his attacks because by my God, I overcome the enemy and I win every single time. Go with me before we go. Let's turn to the Gospel of John. We'll look at John 16. Actually, let's go to John 14 first. Then we'll go to John 16. John 14, verse 1. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. This is a command from the Lord Jesus. Don't let your heart be troubled. That means you have a decision whether you'll let your heart be troubled or agitated. Yes, the enemy's trying something. Yes, you're facing a lot right now. But make a decision that you're not going to let your heart be troubled. That you can put your faith and trust in God. Make a decision you're going to adopt the mentality of a champion. Go to John 16. Verse 33. These things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you have tribulation, which means pressure. But be of good cheer. That phrase, be of good cheer, means to be encouraged. It means be bold, be strong. I have overcome the world. So Jesus is telling you, hey, in the world you'll have pressure. In the world there'll be attacks. But in me, you can have peace even in the midst of the pressure, even in the midst of the attack. So make a decision. Don't let your heart be troubled. I have overcome the world. This lets us know that the victory Jesus won, he gave to us. So this victory that we experience, and we talk in 1 Corinthians 15, how God gave us the victory. And we look at 2 Corinthians, how it says God always causes us to triumph. This victory came from Jesus. And if the victory worked for Jesus, no, it's going to work for you. Jesus won the victory for you and gave it to you. So make a decision to have peace. Make a decision to be unbothered by the attack of the enemy. Yes, he attacked, but do you know what? 
Satan does not get to write the final chapter of this battle. He does not get to decide when this battle is over. You decide because you place your faith and your trust in God. Don't quit. Don't back down. Choose victory. Go 1 Corinthians 15 and we'll stop for today. 1 Corinthians 15. First Corinthians 15, we'll look at verse 57 and 58. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Take the mentality of the champion. Decide to be steadfast unmovable, always growing, always overflowing what God has called you to do. What you do for God is not worth What's not worthless. It's going to be worth it. So keep fighting the good fight of faith. Counterattack, defeat your enemy. There's a victory ahead for you today. Love you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. If you haven't downloaded the written part of this devotional, make sure you go to Amazon today and download a victory, a 10-day devotional by Carrick Butler II. You can find it on Amazon or you can find a link to it on the Faith Plus app. Share this with someone else today so they can be encouraged. God bless.